Well, hello there. It's another day. I'm Jim Harrington. And I am Bill Knight. So is a bomb going to drop this week, or is it, you uh, know, like a scatter bomb, little bits and pieces all over the place? There are a bunch of little things that have happened. I don't know whether the big bomb has actually fallen, uh, fallen yet, but you heard about Sam Bankman-Fried? Yeah, they arrested him. Finally, yeah. locked, you know, they put his, uh, his, well, they put him in cuffs. They locked his butt up. They're bringing him... Yeah, Home. yeah. I think that uh, he was being very picky about who he was going to talk to and who he, he was going to testify in front of. He was saying, well, I'll do a Zoom call with this committee, but I won't do a Zoom call with these people. And somebody apparently said up in, I guess it was up in New York. No, no, no. Forget all that nonsense. You're coming home now. And they yeah. sent the uh, the police in to put him in handcuffs and cart him away. But you got to realize with the FTX thing and what he did, I mean, he stole billions of dollars. He spent it on hookers. He spent it on drugs. And he was the number two don uh, donator of uh, funds to elect Democrats, uh, specifically in the Senate. Yeah. You know, and uh, and it doesn't look like a pretty picture for Democrats. So I got to believe, you know, yeah, let's get this guy home. And, uh, yeah, we'll investigate him. They want to bury that SOB. They want him gone because he can he can take down some people. I think I heard yesterday someone said that his worth was like between 10 and $30 billion, but that he had lost between 20 and $50 billion. I mean, it was yeah. a, a strange it's, way. It's, I was it's crazy the kind of money that this kid – uh, got away with, but you know, that cryptocurrency thing, you know, it, it, it's, it's generational, I guess, because our generation didn't deal in that. We dealt in real money. Mm -hmm. You are frozen right now. I'm looking at my friend on my TV screen. You sound great. Thank goodness. I still can hear you, but your it says internet connection is unstable as a person. Yeah. <laughs> you were frozen. You were like, you you were too, which means if if the internet connection is unstable, it means that the hosts are probably unstable too. But that's besides the point. Well, I've never been stable. <laughs> I mean, come on, let's be honest here. Is you? I uh, got to be honest. I uh, I think that Sam Bankman Fried has has uh, been given some bad advice. Somebody must have told him, "Oh, don't worry about it. You you'll be fine. Just keep spending the way you're spending and give us some donations." He, how can you have all that money, the billions and billions of dollars, and not be absolutely particular about where you're putting it? You know what I'm saying? I mean, to make sure that okay, this is going over in this account because those are the funds are from the those are from the uh, uh, little sisters of the poor or something. They've given given us their life savings, and okay, we'll make sure that he didn't do that. He, from yeah, what I hear him talking, he was like haphazard about, well, I was kind of surprised with what happened. How can you be surprised with blowing, you know, billions of dollars of other people's money? I don't think he cared because, again, you know, he spent the money on hookers. He spent it on drugs. Okay. So you have the, you know, you have the two little common sense guys, you know, the, the evil guy on the left shoulder and on the right shoulder. You have the guy whispering in your ear, hey, you can't do this. But, you know, you take the drugs, and the guy on the left shoulder wins the debate every time. Hey, don't worry about it. Nothing's going to happen. Got you covered here, buddy. You know, Bill, and I've had a business. And I, when I was about 29 or 30 years old, I got some guys to invest in a business, and it was a fraction of what this guy had to work with. I'm, I'm talking a minuscule fraction of what uh, this guy had to work with. And I was so particular and so cautious about how I spent their money, even though I didn't have to. I mean, once an investor puts money into your business, it becomes the the money of the corporation, and the corporation can use it any way they want. But I didn't handle it that way. You know, I handled it very cautiously. I don't know how a guy can have so much money handed to him, and he just doesn't know where it's going, you know? Um, yeah. And, and I also don't know how a guy can be screwing a business up and losing billions of dollars, but yet his net worth was still in the billions himself. Do you know? 
Well, because the money he was screwing up wasn't his. I mean, he took his cut. Wow. And then it was everybody else's money that went to hell in a handbasket. Well, Sam Bankman-Fried's got some splaining to do, and uh, I'm sure he's... I, I don't know. He didn't look too healthy to me when I saw the picture of him. And I'm not saying that he looked sickly or anything oh, like are you that. Saying this, like, you, are you saying that he may be Epstein? <laughs> yeah, I, I'm saying he may be Epstein because <laughs> he can take too many people down with him, and he's not smart enough to know how to dance around everything. Wow. He's just a dumb kid thief, and yeah, he he threw money into the political system with other people's money, which he should have never done. But now he can make those people in the political system um, they're they're probably sweating right well, now. Well, they they're not offering to give the money back. None of them, none of them, either side of the aisle. Because apparently he gave most to the Democrats, but he gave a few donations to Republicans too. So, uh, but none of them are saying, "Well, look at." You're right. Here's your your money back. You know, no, it's there. Well, the guys that took the money, the 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 senators that took it for re-election, they knew where that money was coming from. They knew it was dirty. So I'd like to know who they are, so we know that we got to get rid of them too. Well, I haven't got a lot of faith in the way politicians handle anything in Washington. To be honest with you. I hear people talking right. about what's going to happen in January and how aggressive the Republicans are going to be and how it's going to be a new day and how they're going to turn over a lot of leaves and how it's going to be everything is going to be exposed. And I'm thinking to myself, I've heard this song and dance before, and I just have my doubts. I don't know about you, but I think a lot of these guys are like McCarthy are all smoke and no fire, you know? Yeah, but it's been that way for years. And the problem keeps getting worse and worse and worse and worse. So, you how know, do you, we how have do you take... feel about guys like a guy like McCarthy? If he's the Speaker of the House, do you think we're going to have any get any results? Anything anything major is going to happen, or do you think it's just going to be go along to get along? I think he's going to go along to get along, but that's my feeling. You know, you gotta you gotta hope for the best. But uh, who else do we put in there? Well, there were a lot of guys that I'd like to see in that position. I'd like to see a Jim Jordan or uh, somebody of his ilk. Um, Does he have a chance? I I I would like to think yes, but I don't think he's pushing for it. Um, I, I don't. And, know, I, you know, I, this this is a, a, a an interesting thing. I I saw Kevin McCarthy. Uh, speaking at that uh, ceremony for the Capitol Hill police, you know, where they gave medals out last week. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it turned my stomach because I, I don't think if anyone deserved a medal, it would be Ashley Babbitt and her family for what happened to her. You know, she didn't do anything wrong. I mean, she was invited in by the Capitol Hill police. They stood uh, along the wall and essentially waved them in. So they go into the mm -hmm. Capitol and they think that, okay, there's a, you know, there's an implied consent when people are waving you into a building. If if the cop and I have video of it, you have if the cops are waving people up and into a building, and if the Capitol Hill police ha are standing at the door, almost as if they're guards letting you in, you know, uh, along the wall, they're not stopping you. That's implied consent, as far as I'm concerned. I have heard nobody say that. If, you know, so now they're walking. By the way, if you saw pictures of the uh, people in in the January six riots, mm -hmm. I say that in quotes. They were walking through the Capitol, and they were staying within the, you know, those ribbons they put along the the, the to make like exactly, aisles. Yeah. yeah, they were walking. They looked like a tour group walking yeah. through the Capitol. Oh, look at orderly. that. Orderly, yeah, yeah, they were going through in their yeah. little way that they yeah. were led along to do. So they were just. They hand, were hurting them to the slaughter. Yeah, there were a handful of clowns who were trying, you know, they, they went into, even the clowns that went into the House of Representatives and the guy who sat with the horns, you know, you know what I'm talking about, that yep. that uh, that head of mush that was sitting at the, uh, I guess he, where the, the Speaker of the House sits, and they told him, don't break anything. And he, oh, don't worry, don't worry. I have a lot of respect for this place. He, he's saying this while he's he's seated, you know, at, at the, uh, you know, at the table in there. In his buffalo briefs, yeah, I yeah. know. <laughs> buffalo briefs, yes. 
Yeah, gosh. Oh. Yeah, he left you a present, Nancy, in your chair, just so you know. Yeah, well, you know, she, based upon how she talks, who would, I have. She'd never know. Exactly. Uh, what do you, do you think that we're going to see any, any changes, Bill, in the next uh, two and a half, three weeks? Are we going to see, uh, they promised big hearings. Um, like I was saying, when I saw Kevin McCarthy at this ceremony, he was being all mushy and all great about the Capitol Hill heroes and stuff like that. And I'm thinking, wait a second, Kevin, wait a second. What? What? How did they? How did they get to be heroes? And you know, there's a narrative that more than one Capitol Hill police officer died. You know, mm-hmm. uh, they, but that think, never happened. That never happened. One guy, I guess, one guy committed suicide uh, afterwards. Another guy had a heart attack. A few days later, uh, which is all terrible. Don't get me wrong, but but nobody had was nothing sh- to do with uh, January sixth. Yeah, exactly. I mean, if you got into a car accident today, and then two weeks later, you know, you have a heart attack and die, can you blame that heart attack on the accident two weeks before? I don't think so. No, well, it depends on your attorney, I guess, but uh, no, you can't. Which brings us to the next story. Oh, here we <laughs> it go. De- it depends on your attorney. Ah, yes. Speaking of attorneys, Hunter Biden has decided to, he's decided to go on offense. He's decided to go on offense. Uh, he's I think going, that's wrong. Oh, I do too. This is a big, big mistake. Hunter, apparently his, his uh, legal team is in a bit of disarray. He's got a bunch of lawyers, and I guess they're all competing for how to handle this thing, you know, and... and Everyone's got a different opinion. His lead attorney, a guy named Kevin Morris, who's a Hollywood attorney, is saying you mm-hmm. got to be more aggressive. You got to be more aggressive. Well, that's great, Kevin. And by the way, Kevin, uh, you probably won't go to jail yourself if you get your client screwed up. Uh, <laughs> but I think, I think you're making a huge mistake. If they decide to go on the offensive and bring in, and, and if they countersue, for example, Tony Bobulinski, Eric Trump, um, who else? Uh, they, there was a whole Fox News. Uh, there's a bunch of people that they, they've decided to go after, you know? Right. Um, that means that the other side, the people you're going after, can depose anybody else. They can have take depositions from Hunter. They can take depositions from Joe. They can take yeah. depositions from the hookers that he was having a relationship with. They can take depositions from his his wife in like S. Arkansas, who has a mm-hmm. child from him. Not wife, the lady who gave birth to his son, a daughter. Was it a son or daughter? Do you remember the one in Arkansas? That I don't know, but I know you know he's the, his past is going to be. Uh, it'll be like a box being emptied on the table. Yeah, I think it's a little girl uh, that he has in Arkansas who. Joe and uh, and Jill and Hunter don't recognize when they talk about all the grandkids. They never include that little baby down in Arkansas that uh, is is Hunter's also. They just ignore it, and uh, which I think is despicable. You know, you have a mm-hmm. child. I don't care. You have a child, and that's your flesh and blood. You have a responsibility, and that's it. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. This guy, he's he's. Uh, He's the guy is is useless, and I also. Well, oh, by the way, Bill, one more thing. Apparently, Joe and his administration, his staff, are really upset with this this approach that Hunter's decided to take. This is not with the approval of the administration. So apparently, the people in the White House have said, "Hey, we don't want you becoming aggressive, you know, and 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 suing people." Because it's going to open up a whole can of worms. You're going to take something which is manageable and blow it all up. And apparently well, I, I know Hunter's sporting a new look. They've got him all cleaned up, clean shaved, in a sports coat with open collar white shirt. Uh, his hair looks thicker for some reason, uh, and he's not so wrinkly in the skin. So he's probably had some things done. But you know, I I contend, not that I want to help Hunter because I don't. You know, he's. He's holding a lot of dirt there, and that needs to be exposed. But if I were in his shoes, mm-hmm. I would sit there and say, hey, look, I've got a drug problem. And I would go on the mercy of the people in the court. 
yeah. because it doesn't clear up the crimes, but it might go a long way to you'd say get him past this. You say, look, I have a essentially a disease. I'm an yeah. ad I'm an addict, and I've done some irrational and stupid things because of this addiction, not because I was thinking clearly. Things that I would never have done had I been thinking like a rational person. And that might uh, sway a few people. Some people might say, oh, poor hunt. And, you know, he's, he's not a bad-looking guy. So, if you, like you said, you clean him up, you comb his hair, you, you have little sad eyes, and all of a sudden maybe you can sway some people. But by turning around and, and grabbing a sword and saying, charge... You know, <laughs> that's because he's still on the drugs and he's listening to that little voice on his shoulder because he thinks he's invincible. So, you know, I mean, he's a power hungry person like his dad. He's a greedy guy like his dad. And he has a demon that he yeah, pays homage yeah. to. And that's drugs. And one thing you'll be able to get no matter what the situation, you always be able to find a lawyer to take your case. Whether, oh, it's, yeah. whether it's a good case, a bad case, a ridiculous case, a stupid case, whatever case it is, some lawyer out there is going, hmm. Now, th they're saying this lawyer in Hollywood that he has is an aggressive, smart guy. But, you know, I've met a lot of uh, aggressive, smart lawyers in my lifetime. And many times they're thinking about, well, I can bill a lot of hours for this case. And I also oh, yeah. can get my name out there. It's going to be met. It's going to be an incredible publicity piece for me if I can if I can get Hunter to be aggressive and I can start getting my picture in the uh, paper. It's going to build up our our business. It's going to make our business so much more valuable. They're really not thinking about the client. No, they're thinking about themselves, and that's you know that's the well you know that's the me generation out there at work at its best. I mean, but we're talking California lawyers, too. We're, we're talking about the state where they just granted a license to a little girl to own a unicorn <laughs> if she finds one. So, did, you know, she, I mean, maybe he's looking for a unicorn. I don't know. Is it a special kind of license to have a unicorn? I'm just wondering. I guess so. And uh, this little girl got She wrote off for it, and she got a you're, license. You're being serious. I No, that is actually a serious story. She wrote to, I guess, uh, <laughs> animal control or whatever in L.A., and they said, okay. Yeah, you know, but you got to have a social media page for it. You got to have pictures there. We'll give you a certificate. You got to have a stuffed animal with a with its special medallion, and if it has uh, if it has glitter or sprinkles on it, they have to be non toxic, uh -huh. and you have to feed it watermelon once a week. And I'm going like, wow, where the hell did all this crap come <laughs> from? But he did get a certificate that is a license to own a unicorn. And well, hey, only you know, in California can that happen. Gavin Newsom is the governor of California, so I put there nothing. You go. I put nothing yeah. past. Maybe past Hunter needs to write that letter too. Hey, I need a unicorn, right? A magical one. <laughs> Another big story out there today, and uh, this may be one to look out for because people are looking at, at this as if it may be something that bounces back on us. Meaning, it's like it's like the miniature us, and how they handle this in Brazil. Maybe an indication of how it's handled in the United mm -hmm. States. They did something. The police in Brasilia apparently attacked some of the demonstrators, the peaceful demonstrators. One of them was an Indian chief. The Indians in uh, in Brazil are very special and highly regarded. I don't believe you can arrest, uh, just casually arrest an Indian. They're indigenous. They have kind of a special... Uh, a special way of being handled in Brazil, but this mm -hmm. didn't this didn't stop the police from knocking the chief out and dragging him into the police station, which Not a good thing. set a lot of people off. They literally surrounded the police station. I don't know where it's gone from from there, but I was looking at a post from Laura Logan on on uh, Twitter this morning, and she said, "Could this be the beginning of a civil war in Brazil?" People were hoping that that wouldn't happen. People were hoping it was going to be a peaceful, kind of a pressured transition. This guy, Lula, who is like the Joe Biden of Brazil, I mean, he was in jail in 2017. And oh, yeah, he's a crook. He's a crook, exactly. And they they put him into office. He's a communist. They wanted him in, in this place, and, and they manipulated the election, and they said it was a fair election, which it wasn't. 
I mean, I have a story in my pile of stuff here which says that uh, this guy Lula, all of his followers may be may live in cyber world. You know, I mean, they just may be in a computer somewhere and not be real. You know, they're not flesh yeah. and blood people. So, uh, well, the Indian nation down in Peru, yeah, is huge. So for them to go and uh, rough up a chief, oh, bad news, big. That is really bad news. So I mean, yeah, they're 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 not on the brink of civil war. They've 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 kicked open that door for it, and the people have been protesting anyway. So don't expect good things out of Brazil. Brazilian President uh, Jair Bolsonaro emerged from uh, uh, the presidential palace in Brasilia on Friday. He spoke to protesters for the first time since mass protests against the stolen election began 41 days ago. By the way, and they're still out there every day, like a million people in the streets. They are there day in, day out. Uh, he promised to fight to the death for Brazil. He said, load up on cash, food, and gas. And uh, I guess there's an indication that he he was uh, implying that it may be uh, uh, they may be in in line for a civil war. Uh, Matt Tierman is a uh, he's a he's a journalist. He's a big mm. follower of what's going on in Brazil. I mean, he knows the ins and outs. He knows all of the leaders down there. He was on Steve Bannon's show a, a couple of days ago. And he explained it this way. Lula crosses a Rubicon yesterday. I think they are so sure. Marias is starting to feel the pressure. But Lula is such in a bubble, thinking, you know, talking to the other communist leaders of South America, Mutual Admiration Society. And he released the names of who he's nominating to replace all the generals in high command. So you've got this overhang of the military could invoke Article 142 and stabilize society, go in and actually take control. And Lula's naming the names of who he's going to replace them with. That is a very hubristic and arrogant act. And if you're a general currently in high command, what are you saying to yourself? Not on my watch. I'm not going to sign my own death warrant. I'm not going to allow got, my... What should people be looking for? Other generals said load up on cash, food, and gas publicly uh, the day before yesterday. That's gone viral in Brazil. People are doing that. They're loading up on cash, food, and gas. There is a perception after seeing the military uh, tanks and armored personnel character carriers around the, all over the country and strategic points and chokeholds, the firefights in the favelas with Venezuelan uh, paramilitary groups with Venezuela saying we're going to go in like Chile, like Peru, and fight for Lula while they're... The, the, the websites crashed on the reservist expansion. Everybody's trying to get into the reserves and fight. I certainly think something is happening. Interesting. What's really interesting is the socialistic states like Venezuela and mm -hmm. I think I think uh, Chile, uh, they've said they're going to go in, or Paraguay, they're going to go in and support Lula. Uh, they're socialistic states. And they are implying they're going to send their troops in. And now, is that going to be something that we get involved in as a distraction? Because we kind of have the same thing going on here very soon. Well, um, uh, I, that wouldn't it, with this administration, nothing would surprise me. I mean, look what's happening at the border right now. It, it just gets worse and worse on the border, and they do nothing, 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 nothing. I mean, this guy, this clown that we have, and I, I. I say it from the bottom of my heart. Uh, he is allowing, I think it was yesterday there were, did I hear the 13,000 13, people in a day came across the border? They showed video yeah. of people walking into our country, and it looked like a sea of people just right to the horizon, walking, you know, like a parade, coming to our border, and they get over here. They said the border personnel are overwhelmed. They don't know what to do with them. They're at a point now, Bill, where they're putting them on a bus, they're driving them into El Paso, and they're letting them go. How would you yeah, like to well, be the, the mayor? the buses are coming up to the border, and they say, there's the wall, there's America. You know, have at it. There was a Democratic spokesperson, I don't know his name, but he was talking about, well, I think we can do this bipartisan. we got to answer this. We need more money so that we can process these people. I'm going, What? 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 We don't no. no 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 that's not how this works yeah. uh, you know 
I mean, how, how are we going to process them? Rubber stamp their citizenship and give them a check to come in? You know, what you, you also know? said was interesting. The difference between Trump and Biden, you know, Trump had a, a strong relationship with Mexico, a friendly relationship with Mexico, but strong. He would say, you do this and we're gonna, or we'll do that. You yeah. know, he said, if you don't follow this procedure, we won't uh, buy cars from you or or we won't uh, allow you to uh, to ship your products into our country or we'll put a tariff on your products. I mean, he had a an answer for all of their challenges. But this administration allows them to literally put these people on buses ship them across Mexico, which, which is what they're doing. You know, if you look at the people who are in line, if you look at the mm. people walking across, excuse me, I had to clear a frog in my throat. Um, these people are not dirty. They're wearing flip-flops. Their hair is combed and neatly cut. And uh, the children look fed. And mm. some of them have, have little toys with them. And... You know they didn't walk across Mexico. You know, if they walked across Mexico, they would have to walk 45 miles a day for six weeks to get from the bottom to the border. You know, when you look miles. at the footage, they're coming in by bus. You see the lines of buses coming in. Yep. They drop them off, and they say, there you go. And, that, and, and, and the Democrats are asking for money so that they can process these people. Into what? You know, we're, we're bringing these people over for what? What are we doing? And then they talk to people. Uh, they talk to senators and stuff like that because Joe goes, you know, he, he doesn't have time to go see the border or anything like that. Kamala's never, the border czar has never been there. And then when you ask other Democrats, you know, uh, should they go there? They run away from the cameras. And, you know, a certain person in this household here sat there and said, how can they represent the people when they run away from the camera? Oh, yeah, I know. Well, How uh, can you be a representative and represent your people if you don't want to answer any questions? Which is a good point, you know, so make note of that. Look, look at who does that and don't vote for them again. Those buses we were talking about that are coming north uh, mm -hmm. through Mexico were also being escorted by Mexican police. Yeah. They were not just driving down the road. They were being delivered to the border by the Mexican police. Well, I tend to say there's something bigger going on here because you look at India, and I forget what the word is. I, I mentioned it last week. Right. But we basically give them a $100 million check every month for people that have moved from India that now work here because it is lost income for India, and we pay even though we didn't go and take these people. You know, we didn't entice these people to come over. You know, they just said, hey, we want a piece of that American dream. They've come over here. And because they're not paying taxes there, they're paying them here. Well, we give them money back for what they've lost in resources. Are we going to do that with these illegal aliens? What's interesting, they said that last week, 18 different nationalities were, were represented at the border. They weren't just people coming in from Mexico or even Central America. They were coming in from all around the world. The word on the street around the globe is that our border is open for business and come on through. It's, it's, uh, just, uh, it's amazing that we've allowed it to, to, to happen. I don't know where they're going to put all of these people. I mean, where do they deliver them once they're across the border? I heard, like I said, some people are saying they're dropping them off willy-nilly, as they would say, in El Paso and saying, go ahead, you're on your own. But yeah, that's just I think one. they are. But that's just one location. W what are we doing with the other people al along the border? In Arizona, they're not being dropped off in El Paso. Are they being dropped off in Tucson or, or uh, someplace along the border? In Arizona, where are these people going? Well, they're not just disappearing. You know, they just, that's not happening. They're coming across. Yeah. And, you know, you listen to Kareem, you listen to Joe Biden. You know, I don't have to go to the border to see what's going on. But, you know, we have more important things to do. We have more important things to do. What? It says over 5 million illegals crossed into the U.S. in Joe Biden's first two years in office. 
And uh, Donald Trump, by the way, said that's a ridiculously low, low number. Try more, more like 18 million people. I mean, he had a, he. I, I think Trump's figures are more accurate because it just is never ending now. Yeah, and it's gonna it's gonna jump up from there. I think the number we had the other day was like 60 million is what we're gonna get in a year's time uh, from what the current administration is pushing. But eh, you know, there are more more important things. You know, a, then, Bill, how many terrorists, I wonder, are coming in? How many terrorists are coming into our country unchecked? How many well, people are going to do us harm, hurt our children, hurt our families, blow up buildings, do something well, you terrible? you got terrorists coming across. you got drug lords coming across, mules coming across. I mean, we are, we're committing suicide. You know, this is this. Oh, boy. I mean, we're bringing we're bringing the riffraff over here. Sure, if I were Mexico, I'd bust that riffraff over. And I'm not saying everybody that's coming is riffraff. But well, I know, I know. Some people have the best intentions and want to do only good things and and better their family and their situation. This is not the way to do it. No, it's uh, it's wrong. But uh, you know, but you know, the funny thing is, it's not funny. But this is just one of many, many problems we have we've got the border issue going on we got the fact that uh, we got a president that is a crime boss and his son is an idiot a yep. drug you know whoremongering idiot you know and so you got that going on we gotta you know vet that out now we we do know absolutely positively the election was stolen thanks to the twitter dumps and they keep on happening and you know, we also know that the government played an active role in manipulating the news and the narrative. I don't think the youth of this country understand what democracy is. Oh, I don't you know, either. and I think they need to they need to be given a lesson. Those people at Twitter that sat there and said, Well, yeah, we gotta silence Trump because we just don't agree with him. They don't understand that democracy is a two way conversation. Right. right. Since they don't understand it, and what they did was illegal, I say these people, we know their names. You know, when this is all vetted out, we need to bring them in, get them to testify, and hold them accountable, and say, well, this is what democracy is. And when they go, yeah, I understand it, say, well, I'm glad you do. Now you're going to do some jail time, and when you get out, you're going to go back to work, and you're going to pay restitution, because what you did was illegal. Anybody, anybody who looks at what's coming out of Twitter uh, has to has to see that there was interference in the 2020 election. Whether you like it or not, whether you like Trump or not, you may hate Trump, you may be a solid Democrat, but if you are an honest American, if you are an American first and a Democrat second, you got to look at what's coming out of Twitter and you have to agree that there was interference. Now, the next question is, if you agree that there was interference, should there be a remedy? Should we have, should we have new elections, like right now? Well, the left's answer to this is Mark Meadows. They, they went back and they retrieved text messages, not tweets, text messages, all right, between Trump and Mark Meadows. Now, it wasn't Trump that was doing it. It was Mark Meadows and other Republicans saying this election was stolen right. by the left. Those are election deniers, and they are insurrectionists because they wanted to overthrow the government, and that wasn't it at all. You know, Mark Meadows said it is time to evoke martial law so that we can take back our country. When did he say this, do you know? Did he say this while he, Trump was president or afterwards? Yes, while he was president. I think it was in December after the election, because they knew what was going on. They didn't know exactly how it was done, but they knew what was going on, and they knew it was stolen. They knew there were bad Bill, there, there bad are operators. many people who feel that that's what's going to happen sometime soon. There are people, and, you know, if you well, say this I too loud, story on that. if you I say have. that too loud, people will say, oh, that's QAnon, that's ridiculous, uh, the, that's conspiracy theories. No, no, this is this is actually the truth mm -hmm. we're not QAnon here we're just two guys no. talking and well there's a story from the left on that but you know the finish on the thought 
I think by the Twitter dump, you know, it was a tit for tat type thing, but they just, they just admitted that they were spying on other things, people's personal text messages, you know, because if I text you, that's a conversation between you and me. So how were they getting all those text messages unless it was get, they got it from Google, one of the four. Well, horsemen, you know, the we, we make the assumption that it's, text messages are private they're not and, and maybe what we're the mistake we're making is is that we are making that assumption that maybe we should never assume that text messages are private you know well you got to look at it this way apple is a big left leaning group so if you got an apple phone an iphone there's a text message going through there it is diverted and stored somewhere if it goes through google it is diverted and stored somewhere. And they're all a part of this too. But, you know, you talked about, you know, the militias and whatnot. The story I saw floating this morning on the internet coming from the left is they're saying over 300 oath keepers that have paramilitary background yeah. have infiltrated Homeland Security and they're worried about them coming in and taking over the government. Wait a second. They're saying that these guys actually applied for and got jobs in Homeland Security, and they're actually That's oath keepers? That's exactly what they're saying. Oh, gag me. Pardon yeah, my they're, friends. But they're, they're creating a story because I think they're fearful that there might be military intervention like down south in South America that's going on, Peru, Brazil, and everywhere. They think that's going to happen. That would be the only reason to float a story like that because the media is actively trying to, you know, shape the narrative and divert the attention in their favor. I know he signed an executive order, which actually gives, uh, I guess, the military authority to mm -hmm. to make a move if they see that the election was stolen, if the information is irrefutable, uh, then they almost have an obligation to do this. A lot of people feel, Bill, getting back to what we were talking about, a lot of people feel that something major is about to happen, and uh, the whole reason why it's taken this long is that the people in the country have, who haven't been paying attention have to wake up. And, and it's taken some time, but all this stuff from Twitter... All these other things you're seeing the Hunter Biden case coming around, you realize that there was uh, there was influence peddling probably mm -hmm. on the part of the president. Uh, I mean, a lot of things are waking people up, and at some point they believe the military is going to step in and intervene and say this is not a legitimate situation. This is what some people are saying, whether yeah, it happens well, or not. There's a lot of things going on out there that could go on. It's going to be what happens first. I know the, you know, Eileen Cannon, the, the judge that appointed the special masters. Yeah. Uh, and now she rescinded that and she threw the whole case out. Now, Democrats are saying, oh, okay, now we're free to investigate those 20,000 documents. I'm going, no, the case was thrown out. But you know how the news handles everything and they're going, yeah, indictments are coming. And it wouldn't. I, I wouldn't put it past the Democrats and uh, the DOJ to sit there and even though they say, well, we can't make up laws, you know, to aid a president. We can't. And they, they repeated it several times. And the news reporter then put the byline, Bwah! and I'm like going, what an arrogant, childish thing to do. But the point is, is that they want to take him and arrest him. And they want to do it before they go to the holiday break, which comes up this weekend. People are saying, I, I saw that same story, Bill, and I wonder whether they're laughing too soon. Maybe maybe that judge realizes, okay, I can't do much more from where I, I'm sitting right now and other things are happening that are more important than, than this little situation. So let's just dismiss this case, get this out of the way because there are other things coming down the road. Do you know? Well, that's what I think, too. Now, the left, they want to investigate her. They're calling for investigations on her. <laughs> you know, anybody yeah. that's helped Trump or is pro-Trump, oh, they sure. attack. If you're MAGA, so, 
if you're a MAGA person, you, mm -hmm. they want you uh, branded as such, and uh, they want you to hurt. If you supported yeah. Trump, they want you to hurt. You know. Yeah, I mean, you know, Bloomberg is attacking. They're they're saying now that Trump's popularity is so low. They did the uh, what was it the the Google search index, and actually, and in their example, they said that Trump and Taylor Swift bottomed out, and what was like four or five times higher than that was the World Cup. And I got two things out of that. Hey, it sucks to be Taylor Swift because she's a lib lib yeah, and she hates Trump. So to be associated with him, you know, not a good day for her. But number two is that what that tells me, if the World Cup is your big search, people are tired of all the crap that the left is throwing out there and they're not Googling Trump. It has nothing to do with his popularity. They're fed up with the crap stories. Yeah, but here's what they know. They know they own the media. The left yeah. knows they own the media. So if they can if they can cause trouble, if they can create havoc and, and disorder by filing charges against Trump, by uh, brandishing him a certain bad person, right, uh, that's to their advantage because it takes attention away from all the nonsense that they've actually done and they're going right. to be called out for. I mean, the Hunter Biden situation, do you think that they want that in the headlines? Nope. No. They want Trump in the headlines. Yeah. Oh, by the way, uh, the story about uh, uh, freed uh, Victor Bout. Uh-huh. Well, he's back in Russia now. And apparently he's back to his old job getting arms for extremist groups. So he's working again to get missiles and bazookas and, you know, and machine guns to extremist groups that will take on the United States. But, hey, at least, at least out of this uh, you know, we got a jacked up basketball player. I have to tell you though, I heard an interview. Lady looks like a dude, but you know. Yeah, she she sure does. Um, and she sounds like one too, but that's another story for another time. <laughs> um I heard an interview with uh Bout in English. Yeah. He did an interview in English. Oh well, yeah, he speaks English. And he was talking about how he felt empathetic towards the Americans in the situation that they're in right now. He said that he, he, we were once the shining uh, city on the hill. That's what he, I think he referred to as this shining city on the hill. And, and now a lot of good Americans are frustrated with what's happening to their country because of the woke left. I was listening to this interview. If I can, Bill, I'm going to play this for you tomorrow. I'm going to grab it today when the show wow. is over and I'll play it tomorrow. You actually listen to Bout and you think, well, he's not as bad a guy as they make him out to be. You almost wonder whether he's been villainized, over-villainized, to uh, take the smoke away from the Biden administration. Well, you know, going back to him being captured in the United States, I understand we're more aggressive of taking foreign prisoners than other countries. And we actually don't have any laws, from what I understand, to really prosecute a guy like him. Yeah. But with that interview you're talking about, could it be him being sympathetic to the common American person yeah. that he was actually displaying his business card to, hey, I can help you guys out in your plight? Well, uh, all I can tell you is that's a lot of good questions. That's a weird you know. thought, but you know. But you know, I, 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 uh, I don't think he is the person that the media has painted him to be. I mean, I think he's a bad guy. Don't get me wrong. I think he's he's probably sold guns to bad people in bad situations, and oh, a yes. lot, and a lot of good people have died as a result of it. But I also think that the media does the best it can do to manipulate stories to their oh, advantage. Yeah. And, and Griner uh, was not our only choice, uh, you know, even though that uh, Corrine and Joe said, uh, those were our only options. No, they were not. There's a guy from Butler County, Pennsylvania. I can't think of his name. Yeah. He's in jail, too. And he should have been considered, and he wasn't even mentioned by name. But, you know, it's you know, like... You know, Biden is ignoring the important stuff, and he's emphasizing the woke stuff. 
you know? Well, you know, but, what, what's that? That What was that nuclear official? Yeah, the guy I was just going to say wears, that. Britain. A Brighton. Yeah, Britain, you know, he's uh, yeah. another charge against him, and he's sitting there with his lipstick on, his bald head, in his dress with the little, you know, the, the little yes. oh, sequins and, yeah. Very Natalie, and, Natalie attired, as they would say. <laughs> Natalie attired, yes. yes. And, you know, but I, I sit there and I think, this guy was a nuclear, you know, official. Yeah. Yeah, he and had, you know, he here he to, is in crotchless women's lingerie. I think he was hand, in a short dress. He was handling. He was. That's a terrible thought. He, what you just said, was a terrible Don't thought. Bend over. <laughs> he, uh, he was handling, I believe, nuclear waste. He was in charge of nuclear yes. waste, and, and I was thinking, this is the guy who we're we're saying, okay, this is incredibly dangerous and can wipe out millions of people. So you take care of it. And while you're at it, I love your dress. <laughs> oh my goodness! Well, yeah, okay, but what? Okay, now, now, it does bear the question: Was he traveling when he stole this luggage? Yes. Or was he on the jobs handling nuclear waste at an airport, at a terminal? You know, he was. I guess he was taking. He, one of traveling. them was in. One of them was in Minnesota. One of them was in Las Vegas. And, yeah. Uh, what a piece of crap! They but you know what? They changed the name he of the airport. right into Biden's agenda. They changed the name, I guess, of the airport in Las Vegas. It used to have a, another name. Now I think it's Harry Reid International yeah. Airport, named after that great senator from Nevada, uh, the late Harry Reid. Um, yeah. Anyway, I was going to say that Brinton got fired. He was let go yesterday. So he's been, oh, he's been too bad. pushed out the door. He's not part of the Biden administration anymore. So... Uh, but I'm sure he'll be protected. Uh, I'll miss seeing him in his, his beautiful scarlet dresses. Oh, I'm sure that yes. there will be somebody else just as bald and dressed that'll get get the same job. Speaking of that, I was reading this. This is another. These stories are so strange. You got to think: are these for real, or is somebody punking me? You know, a U.S. Army colonel poses in uniform with pup mask. There's apparently a secret army pup kink patrol, and it's been exposed. Wait a minute, ben, explain that to me. It's <laughs> a pup mask. Okay. Uh, it is exactly what you would think it would be. I'm going to hold a picture up so you can see what uh, these are guys dressed in pup masks, Bill. I'm oh, sure. yeah, they're masks, but they look like dogs. Yeah. Well, they're, they're pups, you know. And um, I guess it's some kind of a fetish, some kind of a kink. And this guy who is a colonel in the uh, U.S. Army, he, in his uniform, dressed up, and, and I'm going to show you this picture now, but it's going to make you sick, Bill. I wish I could show it to the audience, but we're only audio here. Uh, that's him dressed up in his that's pup mask. That's a disgrace. Mask. Yes. That is a disgrace to anybody who's ever worn the uniform. He's wearing his Army uniform. He's, he's, stand, he's sitting in front of a flag. He's a colonel, full bird as they would say, and he's wearing a pup mask. Uh, well, you know what, though? It's it's not the strangest I, I've ever seen. Uh, look at, uh, what is it, Ad, Admiral Levine? Oh, Admiral. He became an admiral when he got into office, you know. He didn't, like, rise. Yeah. He didn't rise through the ranks, you know. Uh, he, he was, like, instant admiral, uh, Rachel Levine. Rachel uh, Levine, yeah. yeah. He he is uh if you've never seen him, Google him. Yeah, really really take a good look, you know, and uh think about a cold night in Nebraska and uh, <laughs> never mind. Oh my that, that, god. That's that's the old term of naughty and that's beyond coyote ugly. That's uh there's a picture of him standing next to Brinton. Brinton, mm -hmm. of course, in his nice dress and uh and Rachel Levine in his Military dress outfit. Uh, it's a sight to behold. You wonder, am I, am I living in some alternate universe and somebody didn't tell me? And Joe Biden's the president of that alternate universe, and he's a crook. You know, we were and a liar in chief. We we were talking a few minutes ago about what's happening in Brazil, and mm -hmm. and, and whether that, and then we walked through Mexico and all these other things, but. It, it, there is so much to talk about. We're trying to get, get so much information into our program. It's awfully difficult to do so. 
you know, because yeah, sometimes you, we can touch on a headline and say a couple of comments and move on, you know, but if you hear something that tweaks your interest, take that and Google it because you'd yes. be surprised. Yes, exactly. Another interesting little tidbit. Iranian security forces are targeting women at anti-regime protests. There's a lot of them going on in Iran right now. Right. What they're doing is they're taking shotguns and they're right. they're shooting at the women's faces, breasts, and genitals, according to an interview with medics across the country. These people Why would they do that? Probably because they're not covering up the way they should be as far as they're concerned. So uh, they're shooting at the face, shooting at the breasts, and shooting at the genitals of these women. And this is not happening like this isn't like one or two people. It's becoming a, so much of a common occurrence that there's a story about it. Yeah. So they're, they're scarring them for life. Yeah. I would imagine if you get too close, they're killing them too. You know, yeah. I mean, you, you can you can shoot a shotgun from a distance maybe with a buckshot or something and, and uh, make, you know, you can be a preventative, I guess. But you get too close with anything and you're going to, you got to wonder why these Kill women somebody. don't band together, stand up, and fight against these guys. Well, they are. I mean, when I say they are, they're they're part of the demonstration. There are thousands of people in the streets in Iran. You don't hear about it because they're trying to squelch the information, you know, mm -hmm. coming out of the country. Uh, but there are a lot of things. And Biden doesn't talk about it. You know, Joe Joe Biden doesn't talk about it in his his administration. You know what else they're not talking about? Over the weekend. There was a big uh, Keystone XL pipeline rupture in Kansas. It dumped about really? an uh, it, it spilled about an Olympic sized swimming pool, you know, mm -hmm. uh, dump of uh, oil, and uh, they're not saying what caused it. They don't know, but coincidentally, you didn't hear much about this either. Uh, some terrorists targeted some power stations in North Carolina. Another one in yeah. Washington State. You know, it doesn't take much to, to put out the grid. And, you know, when you think about, you know, all the luxuries you have and everything, one thing that you got to realize is that we helped third world countries build and rebuild their grids. And guess what? Ours is now worse than a third world country that we have rebuilt. Our grid is so fragile right now, and they even have publicized it. You take out nine relay stations, and yeah. we are crippled and at our knees, not for a day, not for a week, not for a month, yeah, but months and probably some places up to a damn year. So you have a North Carolina power station that's been taken down. That was taken down. That was. I, yeah. I think it, it may still be out of commission. They can bypass it, but... The one they took down, apparently they were shooting at it from a distance, and they took the. It doesn't take much, by the way. You hit some, you hit some. Uh, uh, what do they call it? Uh, transformers, the right mm -hmm. way, and they, they. You got a mess. They took that down. They took one down in Washington State across the country, which nobody's talking about. And then the Keystone Pipeline has a rupture that they can't explain why it happened. Well, there are groups, there, there are two kinds of groups. There are people that genuinely want to do something to disrupt the United States, and they're probably out there doing it. And then there are the people like a fire starter that just like to see mayhem, Yeah, and they do that, that and it doesn't take much. Yeah, that would happen. I would, I would agree with you on that if it were just one, like in North Carolina. Just one, but, but it's a lot. And I would also point back to the illegals coming across the border. All of a sudden, we're starting to have these things happen that didn't happen before. And you have to ask yourself, are they coming across the border? And is the is this the beginning? I mean, how many Iranian terrorists are in the country? C can you tell the difference if a guy doesn't talk, whether he's from Iran or whether he's from Mexico? I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to. No, uh, no. But I mean, people, if they don't talk, you can just assume they're from Central America. But they don't have like to. You be. can go to Walmart get a get a rifle. You know, and you can get that rifle, which is legal. Right. And you can drive by a power station, go out, you know, on a little side road off a distance. And if you know what to shoot at, only takes one or two shots, you can take out that relay station 
you have enough people doing that, you've shut down our grid. And the interesting thing is, you know, everyone goes, well, like where I live, I have UGI. That's the utility company. But right down the street is the Susquehanna Power Station. And I'm going, well, who owns that? Well, I don't know. Someone, but they get checks. There are people that work at the nuclear power plant. But my electricity, which I can see the stacks not too far off in the distance, it's not my electricity. It comes from a different distribution. Nobody knows who, what, when, where, yeah. or why your power is uh, generated. And on your bill, you have a distribution fee. But guess what? Most of these power companies have sold off everything, and all they do is bill you for the usage. Yeah. They have nothing to do well, with it. You know, if, we don't know anything about our grid well, anymore. Well, my... My fear is that they're bringing enemy troops into our country from the southern border, one man at a time, walking across. They come across carrying nothing but maybe a, a toothbrush and a comb and a change of clothes. But they're not coming across. They're coming across because they're going to be met by people who are already here, who have the supplies necessary to do whatever they have to do. I meaning, if if you wanted to. To bring an army across right now, if I were writing a book and, and, mm -hmm. I, and I wanted to bring a battalion of men into this country, I would bring a battalion of men through the country without any weapons. With, you, know, you, you can get all that stuff here. You, know, yeah. you, can, you can buy the guns. You can buy the explosives. They're here already. But the men, to carry them, they're not. So if they're coming across the border and then disappearing into our country, could they be bringing across an enemy. Could we be allowing an enemy, you know, uh, army into our country unbeknownst to us? I don't what? know. I got to write no, that. I, I would say it's not could we, uh, you know, uh, we are, and it's we've got to crack down on. There's so many things that are going on in this country. You have to make a list and prioritize. What's the number one thing that we need to do? Yeah. Is it the border? Is it the election? Uh, I would tend to say those are the top two right now, Could, border and the election. And I would say, let's get this government more, squared up. One more question. If Trump were to get into office today, how long do you think it would take him to fix the damage that's been done over the last two years? Well, I don't think it would be overnight. I don't know if he could do it in the next two years because the damage that has been done is so monumental and there's still the little, um, uh, you know, the little minions out there that have worked for the, the regime that did it that are going to fight all the way. They're going to resist. Well, would you believe we've done it again? Another show in the can, man, as they would say. Uh, but we will do it again tomorrow because I think. Absolutely. I don't think we're going to be, uh, you know, hunting for things to talk about. I think no. we're going to have plenty to talk about. Um we're getting closer to Christmas, the holidays. I always get a little nervous around the holidays, too, because I think if I, if you're going to do something to hurt us as a country, would you want to do it uh, around the holidays? Probably. So, well, you know, I mean, it was in the news. I mean, the anniversary of Lockerbie, that happened right before the Christmas holidays. Yeah. Um, Don't you think and, it's interesting that that story came out, Bill, and... 34 years ago, all of a sudden they're talking about they got this guy they're going to arrest or they are arrested and they're going to extradite him back to the country. And you think, okay, why why now? After 34 years, are they trying to distract us again from another major story? Are they trying to make a story? All the media jumped on that, you mm -hmm. know? And yet they're still ignoring things like the Twitter, the Twitter dumps. Well, yeah, they're trying to downplay it. They're saying, oh, Elon Musk is uh, not Donald Trump's friend because, they, you know, he's ruining his chance for re-election or, or any of that. And I'm like going, how in the hell? He's helping Trump. Yeah. Because he's proven that beyond a shadow of a doubt, the government, the Biden administration, was using the news to quiet the right and it, it, everything that's there is illegal and, I mean, is treasonable. Well, you know? listen, I mean, we could go on because we, we like to talk. But uh, the clock on the wall well, says we got <laughs> we gots to go. But listen, have yourself a good afternoon. Relax. Uh, I'm sure that you won't spend any time looking at the news. You'll just be able to... <laughs> 
You know, hey, you we, know what? All you got to do is open the window, stick your head outside. You can smell the news. That's true. Have a great one, my friend. We'll see you tomorrow. Adios. The Voice of Freedom, CRN America.